Collect back with another episode of Stories with Me, and today I have a wonderful surprise. As you all know, I interviewed my dad and my grandparents about their journey coming to America, and if you haven't checked those out already, make sure to do so. Today I brought in my aunt, who is my dad's sister and my grandparents' daughter, and she will be telling this immigration story from her perspective. So without further ado, please welcome in Naya Lecht. Hi Leah, thanks so much for having me, I'm really honored. Uh, so I am indeed my parents' daughter, and they brought me here to the United States of America mm-hmm. in 1989, and I was just six years old. I'm immensely grateful to them that they brought me here. Um, so also very honored that you are telling our story. So fun facts about me is I live in Los Angeles, the city of movie stars and glamour. I have two dogs, two parrots. Um, I used to have a fish. I'm not a very good fish owner. However, I love sharks. In fact, I wanted to study sharks so much so that I swam with them in a cage in Hawaii. Wow, that's really interesting. Uh, Do you have any fun facts or interesting things you have to say about shark life? Well, where shall I begin? I mean, there are over 370 shark species. One of my favorite shark species is the great white. It's actually scientific name is Carcarius carcarian. And um, while that may sound funny, uh, it, the reason I love the great white shark is that they have a really interesting way of preying on their um, prey. Well, unfortunately, this isn't a shark podcast, so let's continue with your immigration story. As you know, I've had your parents, my grandparents, on this podcast, and I wanted to know what was your immigration experience like? My parents came here when they were 40, so my experience is going to be vastly different. I was only uh, almost six years old, so I was really a child. So my experience really captures this childhood um, fears and naivete and fairy tales. I remember that when my mom told me that we were going to America, we were still in what was then the former Soviet Union, and we were lying in bed, and, and, and I couldn't imagine why are we going, where is this country, what is America? I just thought, oh, we're going to walk there. So for me, it was it was absolutely crazy that the journey we took. I remember sitting in the classroom and the teacher speaking like blah, 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 blah. It was like a foreign language, not like literally a foreign language. And and I and she sat me next to a girl who who spoke Russian she and English. So the girl would constantly translate for me. And I got so annoying probably to that girl because I was always elbowing her like, what is she saying? What is she saying? And she would point to the clock and then blah, 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 blah. That's very interesting. And it actually brings us to the next question. What were some challenges growing up in America as an immigrant that you haven't mentioned yet? So I'll be the first one to say how much I love this country, United States of America, but I'll also be the first one to say that I faced immense challenges as a child, namely bullying. Um, And, you know, it was part of my everyday life from mm, second to about sixth grade. I went to a Jewish day school. Now, these schools are private schools, and I stood out. I mean, in terms of even just the way I dressed, my mom dressed me in a very Soviet style. She would do pigtails with ribbons and braids. Even the lunches that she packed for me, they like smelled of garlic and Eastern Europe. They're just different. And the kids, you know, kids at that age, they sense difference like, you know, hound dogs. They just, they, they can sense it. Um, my parents moved me to a different school. And that was the best thing they could have done for me because I had an amazing experience there and I had all these friends and my life really turned around there. 
thank you for sharing that. Um, I know it must not be easy to talk about, but I actually wanted to know how has what you do now been impacted by your immigration experience? So look, a, a person's life is a series of events and I can't tell you, you know, this is the one thing that I do now as an adult that has been shaped by my immigrant experience. And I'll give you a few examples. Number one, when I went to college, I studied Russian literature. There was a reason I studied Russian literature and then I went and got a PhD in Russian literature is that maybe in that, in, in that way, in studying the, the, the classical, the golden literature, I was paying homage to my Russian roots. But the truth of the matter is that one thing that we left out in all of this and my telling you is why did we become immigrants? How is it that we came to the United States? And it's really important to call out that we came from a corrupt regime, the Soviet Union, that was radical left Marxist. Among being, as I say, corrupt, it was highly anti-Semitic. It wasn't just my parents who faced anti-Semitism and they have an entire repository of stories that they faced. But I'm also a grandchild of a Holocaust survivor. I think I stand on the shoulders of my parents and my grandparents who faced anti-Semitism. Wow, I didn't realize how much your immigrant experience impacted your life today. And obviously you were six years old, but do you remember the journey or any fun stories you'd like to share? Well, I'm going to put myself out there and be vulnerable with your listeners today. I do have a story that is kind of funny and kind of gross. Um, I, I guess I had anxiety with flying. It was my first time on an airplane when, or maybe it wasn't, I'm not really sure. But, um... My mother tells me that I peed um, in the, uh, the airplane. Wow, what an unusual story. I don't really remember myself doing number one on the airplane, um, but I do remember my mom really scolding me and trying to speak English. And I mean, now it's become part of our funny stories, family, family funny stories, but it was probably very embarrassing, especially for my mom. Honestly, that is such a funny story, but I was wondering if you've ever gone back to the Soviet Union. Actually, I've never gone back to any part of the former Soviet Union. Really? Yeah, I haven't. Um, many people ask me that and they're kind of shocked. Um, there are many reasons why I haven't gone back. Um, partly, I'm, I am kind of scared, you know, the, when the Soviet Union fell apart, there was much both economic instability and, um, you know, on the streets, people were really robbing each other. There was a lot of corruption. And, you know, I'm, I'm obviously, I'm just still kind of scared to, to go there. Um, another reason is, you know, I don't, you know, I don't want to experience anything that my family experienced. Um, I guess I hold their trauma. Um, I guess intergenerational trauma is a real thing, if you will. But I do think that I will go visit Ukraine and I would love to go to the hometown that I'm from and my father's town or city, which is Kiev. Yeah, I, I totally understand how impactful it is to go back and relive it. And it definitely makes sense why you've never been back there since. But if you ever do go, and I really hope you do, um, just take me. I would love to see everything. You've got a deal. And, you know, I was just wondering, when you were growing up, did you have any friends that were also immigrants? Did you gravitate towards any people that, you know, had the same story or same experience as you? 
Great question there. Well, as you know, I grew up in LA and LA tends to be a very diverse city. But my best friend and my first friend was a fellow Russian girl. So I guess my first friends were um, immigrants and more specifically Russian speaking immigrants. Oh yeah, that actually makes sense that your first friends would be Russian and it's really cool how you know you found each other. Well, as always, fans enjoy sending in questions for you to answer, so let's just jump right into it. The first question is, if you would have advised your parents at the time, would you advise them to do anything different or would you do exactly what they did? You have very engaging and engaged fans. Um, great question. I'll give you two answers. First, I would advise my parents to immigrate, which they did right. So I'm so glad they did. However, I wish they would have um, immigrated to Israel. You know, if I could go back and tell my parents, I would say, you know, leave Soviet Union, but go straight to Israel. Oh, that's really unexpected just because you were talking about how much you loved America. Uh, the second question is, do you have a child? And if so, um, do you teach your child any Russian or do you tell your child any stories about your immigration life and everything that happened on your journey to America? I do have uh, one child. I have a son. His name is Asher. He's nine years old. Um, interesting story is that when he was born, I promised myself that I would speak only Russian to him. And indeed, the first year of his life or the first two years, I only spoke Russian to him. And then I sent him to um, preschool and it was an American preschool. And I remember the first day that I sent him to preschool, I thought, oh my God, how is he going to ask for water? Because he doesn't know water, food, bathroom, I want mommy, anything in English. So I remember I took a piece of paper and I transliterated water like vada um, for the, the teachers at preschool. And remember I told you about being bullying and I'm how strong that that memory you know is in me. When I sent him to preschool, I said I don't want him to have any experience that I had and I want him to be as American as possible and as quickly as possible. And so I completely stopped speaking um, Russian to him so he does not speak any Russian. Um, I think it's truly amazing to hear how being bullied as a child stayed with you all these years and impacted on the decisions you make for your family today. But uh, before we wrap up the evening, we have a very special guest. Uh, we have your son here, Asher, and he will be sharing his reflections on your childhood immigration story you just shared with us. So let's welcome in Asher. Uh, can you please tell us some things that you didn't know uh, about your mom or maybe something you found interesting? Something I didn't know was that she immigrated at six. I thought she immigrated at 10 or 11. Yes, and what is something that you're not happy about? Something that you wish you could change? I'm actually not happy that she didn't teach me Russian because when she's in her conversation speaking Russian, I really want to know what she says, but I just don't understand. Well, now that I really think about it, it's a really valid reason to want to know Russian. Um, how else do you think your mom's immigration impacted your life? My mom's immigration impacted my life in the sense that if she, ha if she stayed, then I wouldn't get all this opportunity. Yes, that's a very good point. Is there anything else that you would like to add? Listening to my mom's story really makes me proud to be her son. 
Thank you for sharing that, Asher. It's very interesting to me how the next generation, even though I'm part of the next generation, how the next generation, you know, thinks about this immigration story. And the last question is something I love to ask all my interviewees, and it's what is a piece of advice that you would like to share with the listeners? So I'm an educator, and my tagline is, it all starts with a question. I tell my students that everything that they do, everything that they read, they must put on their thinking hats, their critical thinking hats, and ask questions. How does this relate to the immigrant experience? Look, I studied the Soviet Union. The Soviet Union did not let people think freely. And if they did, they, didn't, they sure didn't share that with, um, with their fellow citizens. And if they did share, they could pay the price of being sent to a concentration camp known as a gulag. I'm so grateful that the United States of America is a free country because freedom is such an important fabric to a, a lively and healthy democracy. Um, my piece of advice to anyone listening, from questions um, arise curiosity, and curiosity leads to scrutiny. I think we should scrutinize everything because we need to do everything we can to save freedom, freedom of thought. Whether we disagree with it, it doesn't really matter. We need to have a vibrant, diverse, um, you know, gamut of opinions. Um, something I teach my, my, my students is wherever you're reading something, don't just question what you're reading, question the source. Wow, that's really good advice. You know, it's so interesting to hear how the four different family members all have amazing yet uh, different advice. Is there anything else you would like to say that you think you may be left out? My parents escaped a system, a totalitarian regime that did not allow for freedom. So we must do everything in our power to safeguard this important fabric that is freedom. And I'm really grateful that you've given me and my brother and my parents this outlet to talk about our immigration story and so thank you so much for having me it was a really special treat hearing how different your perspective was from my dad and my grandparents even though it was the same story and make sure to tune in next time to stories with me when they will all be together in the same room which never ends well but they will all be, they'll all be together in the same room reflecting on the series and adding other points. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you in the next one.